Good morning, Faith Community Church. I'm Clint McClure here with another devotional. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 today. And uh, this chapter can be... I'm sorry, I'm big and... Uh, I'm going to start that again. Good morning, Faith Community Church. I'm Clint here with another devotional. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And today, Paul gets into some detailed things about the church at Corinth. And he talks a little bit about head coverings and a couple other things. Um, for those of you who are following with us and, and reading through uh, the New Testament uh, series with us, um, this could be a little bit of a, of a confusing chapter. Now, we've um, since we'll be covering the whole New Testament, we'll, we'll be getting to the relationships between husband and wives and how, um, how that can, that's a picture of, I mean, God is the head of every man and the man is the head of every woman, and that's what this chapter talks about. And then he goes to talk about head coverings and, and covering your head or not covering your head when you're praying and prophesying. Um, and it's really important to understand um, what is being written, by whom, to whom, what kind of text is it, um, and and how should we as believers be receiving this text. And so um, sometimes it's really, I want to start by saying, sometimes it's really dangerous to just throw on a label of, oh, that's just a cultural thing. And that's something that, that people can uh, easily label on things in Scripture and say that, that, oh, that's just a cultural thing to something that might not be that in order for them, in order f- uh, to twist Scripture into uh, being something that it's not. So I want to say that even though um, uh, sometimes things in Scripture could be referring to the cultural things of the time, that's not the case for all things in Scripture, and you have to look at the at the entire Bible in context um, with these passages, uh, and it get, get a little bit tricky here. So we're going to start um, by, by addressing these passages when it talks about head coverings. Um, and... It talks about, and specifically, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about about the, the woman covering her head um, while she's in prayer. Now, culturally, uh, back then, a prostitute would have, would have had her head shaved and been marked as a prostitute and having that lifestyle, or um, the, the feministic group in the Roman Empire at the time, um, they would have shaved their heads to look like a man, and, and they would want to would have wanted to have been treated like a man at the time as well. And so it, it's not necessarily um, just that. It's also they would have abandoned their husbands, not taken care of their children, gone and lived with other men. That, that was the affiliation and the culture of, of a woman with a shaved head in this time. Not necessarily the same thing today. But what Paul is saying about head coverings and things is... Back then, that's the affiliation, that's the culture. Having a shaved head as a woman would have been shameful. And, um, and we have historical data that actually talks about, uh, even in Jewish culture, a woman with a shaved head uh, would have been considered extremely ugly. And so um, there's some things culturally here that Paul is talking about. But, um, but why would Paul just be talking about head coverings and saying, don't shave your head because of this cultural rule and something, whatever? That's not what Paul is saying. He's not saying, uh, he's not blanket state statementing everything. Uh, he's addressing something here um, that is deeper than just head coverings. What he's addressing here is um, is rebelliousness against God. And so the Corinthian church um, 
it, it would make sense that they, some people in this church, might have been influenced by uh, by the by the feminist movement of. Uh, sh- shaving your head and um, wanting to be treated as a man. And we have equality today, and that's fantastic. It's great. Um, but that's not an issue of, of rebelliousness against God. This right here, what he's talking about is um, it's, re- it's rebelling against God to, um, to really affiliate yourself with a uh, people or a type of movement that that endorses values or principles that go against scripture, if that makes sense. So a woman uh, praying and being in church, having a shaved head, you're basically saying, I'm either a feminist that wants to be treated exactly as a man would be treated, and this is back then, keep in mind, um, and uh, and... I, w- I want to be rebellious against God, but on Sundays, I'll I'll be um, you know I'll be a worship I'll worship the Lord I'll do what I'm supposed to be doing, but you can't really hide a shaved head. I mean head covering, but um, so what it's saying is a head covering back then. I mean that was what symbolized um, uh, man being the head of the household and being uh, biblically submissive to the husband. Um, and so this was this was symbolism in the culture of the time. And so what Paul is saying is that d- is that you should not be um, affiliating yourself or endorsing a movement that that goes against God and scripture. And and I mean a, appearance is a thing where um, if you, because he says here that if you're going to not have a head covering back then, you might as well just shave your head. Like, and you want to, you want to um, endorse the movement, you might as well just go all the way. But it's shameful to do that. So wear a head covering. Again, this does not mean women wear head covering everywhere that you go. Okay. Now, this instance here, Paul is addressing this culture of the time here because. What they are doing here is acting in rebelliousness against God. And so what he's saying is, don't be rebellious. Don't affiliate yourself with um, being rebellious against God. And if you have questions about this passage, because it is a tricky passage, feel free to comment, feel free to send us a message. I would love to talk to you about it more. Um, But hopefully that gives a little bit of insight here. Um, That that dress, unless it would be an immodest way of dressing or a way that would be promiscuous, God, um, God doesn't have rules for us of what we um, must wear colors, types of clothing, that kind of stuff. That's not blanket statementing that. Um, that's simply Paul addressing um, the church of Corinth rebelling against God. So, um, and some of the other stuff that we've covered in this chapter, I mean, the church of, of Corinth is, is kind of a mess right now. And so when, I mean, right in tandem with rebelling against God, we have how they're they're conducting themselves on the Lord's Supper, communion. And so when you come together to have communion, it's to remember Jesus and what he's done for us on the cross. And when they were getting together, it was to just have a meal. They weren't um <laughs> they weren't conducting themselves the way they were supposed to be 
uh, doing. And so it says people would get drunk while another person went hungry. And so what he's saying is like, if you're hungry, stay home because that's not what the Lord's Supper is about. What the Lord's Supper is about is remembrance. Um, and uh, if you eat and drink uh, communion with without this remembrance, without... Um, uh, without doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it, you're eating and drinking damnation on yourself. And this is where we get the passage that we talk about uh, when we have communion. Um, that's 1 Corinthians 11, right here. And he says, if you don't do, if you're not going to do communion uh, correctly, if you're not going to uh, eat the Lord's Supper correctly, then you should not do it at all. And that's what we say in this church: is if you cannot um, partake and and um, do it in a way that is pleasing to the Lord, then don't do it at all because you eat and drink damnation on yourself. And so Church of Corinth is just is kind of a mess, and he talks about self-examination here, and this is how this is where we get um, communion from to be remembering uh, the Lord. And so when you take communion, you're, you're self-examining yourself, you're looking um, at areas in your life where you may have sinned and not confessed it. It's making yourself right before the Lord and then remembering what Jesus did for us on the cross. So that is 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Again, if you have more questions, please drop us a comment below or uh, send us a message. We'd love uh, to talk with you about it more. God bless. Mm-hmm.